sometimes more than if you were in this marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Hall. And you know, these days, it seems like everybody's talking about robots. It's easy to get swept up by trends like Google algorithm changes and AI, but honestly, those things are secondary to the most important factor in your marketing, the human beings. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And I've invited Ray High Cornell to join me for that conversation. Ray is the CEO and senior copywriter at Cornell Content Marketing, and she's a business mentor and coach at Chiron Consulting. She works with freelancers and self-employed entrepreneurs to help them dramatically increase their income and the quality of life as independent income generators. Ray, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Lorraine. It's so nice to have you back. I enjoyed our last conversation, and I'm excited to talk about the psychology of marketing and how to form those human connections through marketing. So as we dive in, where do we start? I think it's important to start with what everyone is distracted by right now, which is, as you mentioned, all these Google algorithm changes, AI, things like Facebook just came out with their new version of what's competing with Twitter, which is threads. And everyone's kind of freaking out about what do I do on social media? Do I need to jump on this? Do I not? Is this like clubhouse where it's just going to fizzle out after a couple of weeks, you know, and it can be very easy to get caught up in those conversations and start to feel insecure or threatened or behind, or like you have to do things that maybe you're not totally excited about. And the truth is you don't have to do those things if they don't feel like what's right for you, especially as a small business owner. That is so important to remember. You do not have to do everything because the reality is when you try to do it, it's all going to be crappy. And so picking those things that feel like you and feel comfortable. Okay, so I'm drawing my line in the sand. I've picked a few places that I really want to play, that I really want to be seen and interact with people. What's next? The next thing is to really think about who you're trying to talk to. Because what happens when these trends get really popular and really come to the forefront of the conversations that we're seeing in our email newsletters and the media and things like that, and you know, conversations around the digital water cooler, is that we think about the system first. We think about Google. We think about the tools and how to hack the system and get our stuff to the top of the ranking SERP and all of that. But really what you need to go back to is who are you talking to? Because ultimately all marketing is, is a ginormous conversation. And so if you don't know who you're talking to, what to say, what they're struggling with, how you can help them, then it doesn't matter where you are and what you're doing and what you're saying, it's not going to land. So you have to think about who's on the other side, who you want to connect with, and then think about what is that person really struggling with? Where are they going to for answers? Are they going to Facebook and Twitter or are they going to Google? Are they going to a friend? Are they going to an event? We can't discount these, you know, what are often thought of as the old school methods of connection when really that's what a lot of people are craving now. And if you put the human first, that's when your marketing becomes so much more 
powerful and easier for you to do and easier for you to get excited about. I never get excited about sitting at my computer. It, you know, it's, it's not fun. So thinking about those people, making the marketing feel more personal definitely jazzes me. Okay, so I have picked a few platforms. I know who I'm talking to. What else can I do to bring that human touch back to my marketing? So one thing that we all often forget to look at is how would we feel? And the thing is, even though as individuals, we are all so unique and so different, our preferences and the way that we want to connect with people is not that different from one another. And so if you see someone doing something in marketing and you have a negative reaction to it, don't do that same thing. Don't use scarcity tactics and FOMO and you know all of these kind of bullying methods that you see out there because if they make you feel bad, then they're going to make the people that you want to connect with also feel bad. So really market to yourself. And especially as a small business owner, ultimately you really only want customers who think like you value the same things that you do have the same shared life experiences, because that's where you can really bond. That's where your product or service is going to resonate with them just as much as it did for you and why you created it in the first place. So have that moment of self-reflection of how do I like to connect with people? What messages do I respond best to? And how would I want to be treated as a customer on the other side of this marketing conversation? I love that because very often I will see something in marketing and I'll see someone getting great interaction or good responses. And I'll think, wow, that's really smart. I should do that. And then I try it and I'm like, this doesn't feel like me. This doesn't feel like how I want to do things. And that particular marketing campaign never goes anywhere because I can't get excited about it because there's a part of me going, yeah, I would not want to be on the receiving end of this. Exactly. And if you're not excited about what you're putting out there, the energy behind it is going to fall flat. And I know that sounds kind of woo-woo, but it's really like if you go to a networking event and you're kind of walking around the room, but you're not making eye contact and you're kind of, you know, keeping to yourself and you're there, but you don't really want to be there. People will pick up on that and you're not going to attract the right people to shake your hand and exchange business cards with that you would really want to. And it's the same kind of energy that comes through in our marketing. If we're doing something just because some coach or guru or mentor or other person in your industry who may be a competitor is doing that thing and you think, Ooh, they're starting to get a lot of responses. Well, maybe those aren't the responses that you want. Maybe that's attracting the wrong kind of person who wouldn't be a good fit for you. So always, 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 we have to go back to trusting ourselves. And when you do your marketing from that place of authenticity, and you really think about how you want to feel and how you want to make others feel, that's when that energetic connection comes through that transcends and ultimately beats everything else that's out there in terms of marketing strategy. I know that is true because we were, over the 20 years that I ran my agency, we were most effective when we were really just being us. Yeah. My personal brand was a little edgy, a little in your face. I would say mm -hmm. some outrageous things and 
I know a lot of my peers looked at me and went, well, Lorraine, I, I wouldn't do that. No, no, you wouldn't. But that's what it's like to work with us. And if somebody doesn't like that little bit of in-your-face approach, they're not going to like working with us. Exactly. And my whole philosophy on the Cornell side where I run my marketing agency, as well as on the Chiron side when I'm helping business owners create their own marketing strategies, my whole philosophy is your marketing should get the sale 80% of the way there. And your sales process just needs to take it over the finish line. And so what happens if you are using tactics that don't feel authentic to you, that you think, I just have to go through these motions because that's how I'm going to get the leads and get the numbers. And, and then, you know, I'll let them see the real me in the sales process. Well, when you do that, there's a disconnect and people feel this sense of bait and switch mm -hmm. where they were promised one thing in the marketing and you're delivering something different in the sales and they feel confused. Whereas if you put it all out there and you are genuinely 100% you in your marketing, then when you have that sales call, it's just a confirmation of what they've already seen and experienced and what they were attracted by. Absolutely. Because at that moment, they feel like they know you. They've already come into the conversation with this sense of, I know who she is, or I know who he is, and I know what I want. And that change almost puts up like a roadblock for them where they're confused and they don't know what they're supposed to do next. Exactly. Exactly. And when it comes down to the actual practicalities of the how-to, I can't tell you how many people have heaved this ginormous sigh of relief when I tell them, you know what, if you don't want to do social media marketing, you don't have to. Social media is not the only way to get clients, attract customers. That's just the way that is so in our faces nowadays. And that's exactly what I mean by we're attracted by all these, or I should say distracted by all of these shiny objects of AI and social media and all the things, but that's not the only way. And if you think back to the old school days of, let's say, early 90s, how did businesses market before there was, you know, widespread internet and Facebook and all of these things? There are so many other methods and you have to choose what you really are drawn to and believe in the way that you communicate best and can get your message across most clearly and the way that your human decision maker on the other end of that conversation is really going to accept and hear what you're saying at a time that's right for them. Absolutely. Ray, this has been fabulous. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lorraine. I'm going to encourage everybody, if you've enjoyed Ray's comments, you're going to want to look for our new essay collection coming out soon, even more written words, and there will be links to the book and Ray's websites in the show notes. Ray, thanks again. Thank you. And if you're looking for other resources for your business, be sure to check out our toolbox. Look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been 